0: Oh hello and welcome to another episode of Small But Mighty. This is a unique episode. It's 9.25 p.m. And I am currently laying down in my car with the sound of cicadas and I'm looking out the window and I can see the Big Dipper. It is so bright. I am currently night one into a five-day road trip down south. I'm at this cool national park for the night and I drove about six hours today. I'm exhausted but I just got done eating some dinner. I cooked some chicken. This little one burner stove that my dad let me borrow and I put on a podcast by Glennon Doyle and her wife, Abby, and sister, Amanda. I've listened to it already, but it's on my list of favorite podcast episodes. And I just really feel called to sit here and listen to it again. And it's, an, it's the episode where they have Chelsea Handler on it. And she is talking about her recent breakup with her now ex-boyfriend, Joe Coy, who I also really love. And I really love Chelsea Handler. I've been following Chelsea Handler since about 2007. So I know a lot about her and just like her personality, her comedy, her stand-up. Very dry. She's very blunt. If you don't get her humor, you would probably think she's just like a really big bitch, (laughs) to be honest. Like she just doesn't care. You know, she's just always been not emotional, very out of touch with her feelings And you can just tell that from watching her old talk show and and reading her books and just everything. She definitely was just not a person you can get very deep with. She just didn't seem like that type of person. Well, she has been going to therapy for a bit now. Her most recent book was probably the most vulnerable book I've ever read of hers. I've read all of her books. They're hilarious. But this book, Life Will Be the Death of Me, came out a couple years ago. I mean, it blew me out of the water to read her write something like that. It definitely it was not her. It's the new her. And now in this podcast episode, and I'll post the link below if anybody wants to listen to it. This episode, she is talking to Glennon, Abby. Oh, my God. I just saw a shooting star. I have to make a wish. Okay, I made my wish. It went right through the Big Dipper. That was so cool. Oh, my God. <laughs> how exciting. Where was I? She is talking about her breakup with her now ex, Joe Coy, with Abby Glennon and Amanda, sister. And it's just it's just so good. I, I can really, really relate to Chelsea. And she talks about her growth, and what therapy's done for her and how she is This breakup is actually a breakup that she, where she feels like an adult, where they're both hurting, but she's choosing love, to put out love and to be kind, and she said, you know, this was a relationship that she tried so hard in, but it just wasn't working, so she had to call it, out of respect for both people, for both parties, and she's like crying in the episode, you know, just really goes into talking about her growth, and how she's dealing with it now, how she's so well versed in what she's learned from therapy and from books and from podcasts or just from she's she's able to apply all of these tools that have now been added to her quote unquote toolbox. At least that's what I call it. She's able to apply these things to her breakup. And rather than going back to old patterns where she would just be very immature, childlike. Um, she just had no capacity to state what she's feeling or talk about her feelings. Like she was mentioning how some of her past partners would literally tell her, "What is going on with you? Like you literally don't have the ability to feel your feelings." And she would literally say, "Like, yeah, no, I don't." Like it was just nothing. And you know, I'm listening to this episode for the second time and I'm sitting here in my car so quiet and like I said there's so many stars out and I'm I'm in the woods and I'm just sitting here like wow I I know exactly where she's at and I guess I want to talk a little bit about my growth these last two years yeah it's been it's been two years I was very much that type of person very dry blunt I still can be but not you know I that's just some something a little bit of my personality it's more of like in a joking manner but no I used to legitimately be mean and didn't take responsibility for anything nothing was ever my fault nothing I ever did was wrong I was always right I would never let anybody see me cry vulnerability just grossed me out it literally grossed me out it I like gagged at the word vulnerability I was like ugh gross you know like I don't do that I don't talk about that I don't cry I'm too cool for school and um, little did I know that I was just killing myself by not talking about it by not digging into my childhood trauma by not opening up and actually sitting and feeling what I needed to feel being comfortable with just the company of myself I always needed to be around people Um, I needed to either be on the phone with somebody or I needed to have music playing like I just couldn't sit with myself it's like I was terrified of what was going to surface in these quiet moments like I would never just come out to another state and sit here in the pitch black and just sit with myself oh god that just would terrify me the old me Mm-mm. and if you listen to this episode of of we can do Our things with chelsea handler she, she explains it really well and and i'll explain it from my point of view as well but that's that's exactly what it was it wasn't until my ex-girlfriend of five, six years left me that broke me open. And then, you know, therapy and reading this book by Byron Katie called Loving What Is, those things completely broke me open. I finally, finally let go. And I finally, finally sat with myself and looked myself in the mirror and took responsibility and said, it's not them, it's you, it's me. I've already gone through a handful of relationships that have ended the exact same way and every single time i'm just like well this is just who i am this is just me oh well they nobody ever stays everybody just leaves me so on to the next one but two years ago i finally got cracked open and i finally looked at myself and said dude it's not your exes (laughs) it's you These relationships end the exact same way every time. What's the common denominator? It's you. That's the first time I was ever able to take responsibility. And it's not just in romantic relationships. I was doing it with friendships and I was doing it with my family. I always had to be in control. I was never wrong. I was always trying to mother my sisters or like tell my mom how she should be raising my sisters or tell my mom and dad how they should be. Doing stuff with my sisters because I just hated seeing them be snotty, or in my parents didn't do anything, or you know. But it's just like, either way, like that's not my job. That's not my job. My job is me. But I was so controlling and pissed off and had just inner crap that I brought it to the outside. I wasn't working on what was inside and it showed on the outside. Everybody always told me I was mean. I was told I needed anger management. Everybody has always told me I you look mean, you look intimidating, you're not approachable. It's just funny because on the inside I was just dying for something you know, real. The outside of me was such a hard shell and it was all bullshit. And the inside was just literally this sad kid that needed to be healed and just let go. Really just a big softy on the inside. I'm the most loving, loving person, but I had this like crazy mean outside in order to you know whatever I was just wearing a bunch of masks and then I'd get home and it just none of it was real I'm just like that's not even who I am but oh well I I just got to keep it up I didn't want to look at anything I didn't want to take responsibility it's so much easier you know it was just way easier to be an asshole and just blame everybody else way easier I didn't want to do the work I didn't even know what that was I didn't even think it was possible. I just, excuses, that was my game. Excuses and just BS until two years ago. I had enough. I had enough of my own crap. I just started to let go of control and not take anything personal and just accept the fact that people are who they are. Situations are what they are. Life is what it is. It's just too short, you know, to, to really worry about things that we have no control over. You know, and I just kept reading it. I kept thinking it. I kept seeing it. I kept repeating it, you know, and, and I, I had to get on a path of forgiving the people that hurt me, forgiving situations that hurt me. It was mainly my my uh, parents' divorce. That was like a huge thing that really shaped the adult I, I became and why I was the way I was, and I never wanted to heal it. I just, I always said, I stopped being happy at 14 years old. Like, that's the story I've always said. And I really lived up to that. Oh, yeah. And and I was. And I blamed everything on my parents. I blamed everything on the divorce. I blamed everything on everything else and everyone else. And it's just like, I got to a point where it's like, you are a grown woman it's time to start healing these things and it's time to start forgiving and it's time to start moving forward because at the end of the day, everyone made decisions. They did the best that they could and they did what they thought was best for them at the time. But back then I couldn't see that. I was just angry. I was just pissed and I was like, my life was ruined. But now as a 30 year old, decisions I've made and situations I've been through and just Instead of looking at my parents as mom and dad, you know, I'm looking at them as two individual adults, as if they weren't my mom and dad. Like, they are human and they they had never been through a divorce. They had never been through anything like this. You know, they were doing the best they could. They literally were doing the best they could. You know, does that excuse... Um. Okay, pause. If you're in a situation where things have happened in your family... I'm not saying that's an excuse for abuse or that's not an excuse for neglect or like if you really were put in dangerous situations. I'm not saying that's an excuse for that. But I'm saying if you look at people as just humans and, you know, even based off of the decisions we make now, we all are doing the best we can and we all are doing making decisions that we think are best for us at the time. And it's just like, I had to really, I had to go to little Olivia and, and tell her that it's okay. Like, it's okay. You can rest now. You can relax now. Like I got this. It's okay. It's like a lot of the time that little 14 year old me would, would still be surfacing. I would feel like that scared kid, 20 something years old at 28, 29, you know, whatever up until I, you know, sometimes it still comes up at 30. I'm not saying it's just gonna go away, like oh, okay, see ya. No, but it's all a process. It's all, it's it's all a, a choice on whether or not you're gonna start to do it. I mean, because I could have just kept doing the same thing. I could have just, you know, gone through that breakup two years ago and been like, all right, on to the next one, and I would. It just literally would have happened again, just with a different person. It's like well, that. No, I'm just. I was over it. I was so over it. So over it. So I I decided, you know, I was like, that's it. That's it. I'm going to do everything I have to do to become the person that I know I am. And that's exactly what I did. And that's what I'm still doing. It's not easy. It was so hard. And it still is hard. I mean, I'm sitting out here right now listening to that episode and, and just And I finished it already, obviously, because I'm on here talking, but I'm just sitting here and just thinking, thinking about things that I'm going through right now, thinking about decisions that I've made or decisions I will have to make or, you know, just reflecting on who I am and who I want to become moving forward. You know, what am I doing? Who am I becoming? What are the things that I clearly still need to work on healing that I haven't healed yet? you know, things that I thought I healed come back up, but in a different way. You know, it's like going, I tell my friend Amy all the time, or we've talked about this, like it's, it's like being back at square one, but it's a different version of square one. And, and that's the best way to put it. God, I'm back at square one, but it's a different version of it. So now let's see how I handle it. Let's see what I do differently. Let's see how I can break that cycle and do it differently. And honestly, it's exciting, you know, because you get to dig in the toolbox. And apply those things and see what different results you get. And you just tweak. You keep tweaking and you keep learning and you keep growing. And it's it's just really awesome to watch. It's awesome to see how things play out. And honestly, like when some when certain things happen, when like the universe throws crap at me, I just, I'll start to laugh and be like, okay, all right, I got you loud and clear. Like it's pretty wild once you really start tapping into that once you really start following your intuition and noticing differences and changes once you start feeling yourself just literally let things just slip off your shoulder return to sender if somebody wants to if somebody wants to put all their crap on you and you're just like thanks but no thanks and you send it right back it's just like oh <laughs> it's uh it feels great you know and that's not like even like in a petty way that's just literally you staying centered and staying grounded and staying strong in your power and and even at even if it's a a a partner or a family member, someone as close as that, we have every right to not to say no thank you. I'm sorry, but no thanks, no thank you. like I love you, but that is not mine, and that is something that I am currently still working on. The work is every day. It's every single day. It doesn't stop. You don't just change and say, okay, I'm done. No, like it's an ongoing thing because we get thrown different things every day. Every day is something different. And honestly, it's really exciting. I go to sleep and I'm super excited to wake up the next day because I'm like, oh, what's the day got for me? And I hope everybody can get to that place if you aren't already there. You know, I hope everyone can start working to getting that place because it's really just it's super freeing. (sighs) I mean, I'm, I'm out here in the middle of nowhere on a Wednesday. My business is taking care of itself i don't have anywhere i need to be i'm free to just come out here and enjoy this solitude without any pressures or anyone jumping down my throat or any time clock i'm literally just living exactly the way i want i'm doing it and it's (laughs) if you would have told me that i'd be here a few years ago i would say you're crazy i would still be miserable at my serving job i would still be this pissed off unhappy person probably still in my miserable relationship. I wouldn't have the amazing other awakened people in my life. I would never be traveling as much as I do. I would never be seeing as much as I see. I would not be who I am right now. So sitting here in my car at this time of night looking at these stars. I have no shoes on. Just got my feet up. I'm talking into my phone because I was not going to bring my podcast microphones out here. No, it's a lot. I made some chicken on this little grill outside and listening to this podcast, laughing and enjoying myself. And I'm just literally in my car and I am so freaking lucky. This is my life. This is the life I've chosen. I'm not at home saying, oh man, I wish I could do that. Oh man, I wish I can go travel. Oh, I wish I can have my own business. Oh man, I wish I didn't have to, you know, go to work tomorrow. I wish I didn't have to ask, request off. Let me just say, this is just my life. If you're living a life where you love your office job or you love your you know, you're a manager and you love it. I used to do that. And I I did love it at one point, 100%. This is not me ripping on anybody's lifestyle. No, not at all. Not at all. I guess what I'm trying to say is I would love everybody to be able to live the life that they want to live exactly the way they want to do it. For you to wake up every day and feel lucky And happy and like god this is my life and if that means you're out sitting in your car in the middle of the woods that's amazing if it's waking up every day and going to your your office job or your whatever job whether it's a corporate job or a serving job or you know maybe you work in in retail if if you wake up the goal is to wake up every day and say i'm so freaking lucky that this is my life that's what I'm trying to say. So I think that's a good place to end it there. Yeah, I um, I think I'm going to go to sleep now. I got to get the back of my car ready. I have my blankets and my pillow. I have these little curtains for my windows. And it's going to be a nice sleep. There's crickets and cicadas and it's nice and dark. And there's been baby deer running around with their mothers. It's really cute. Tomorrow's a new day. And I'm super pumped about what it's going to bring. I'm off to bed. I hope everyone gets exactly what they want, because you deserve that. We all deserve that. And please don't forget, we might be small, but we are mighty. Once again, I'm flexing. (laughs) Oh, all right. I'm tired. All right, everybody. Talk to you soon. Good night.